if you give away all the things that just don't drive revenue and then you focus on driving revenue, hiring the right people and spending your money wisely, like if you do those things, then you can't help but scale. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes, but if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox. Hello, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Amuchastegui. Hey, we have an exciting show for you today. You know, I got to talk to Daniel Ramsey, the CEO and founder of My Outdesk. You know, we've talked about virtual uh, professionals and virtual assistants on here before, and he is the king at scaling your business. So if you are a new real estate agent or you've been around for a long time in real estate, he's got so many tips and tricks about what it takes to be able to scale your business in real estate, how he went from just trying to have a virtual assistant to a team of 1200 people and what is next out there. He also, you can get a $25 book for free. You listen down to the end, he's got a, a text on there where you can get free consultations, free books, and all these tips on growth. So I hope you love it as much as I did and uh, tune in, see how it goes. So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reed, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level? Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10-hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five-star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat, $97 a month, all these courses. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com, futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out.
Hello, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Amuchastegui back and getting to chat with my good friend today, Daniel Ramsey. Daniel is a friend of mine that I met through GoBundance. We have actually traveled the world together. We've been to Dubai, Africa, Japan. Our families get to hang out. We mastermind a lot. We get to share business ideas back and forth. And he is the founder of My Outdesk. He just released, uh, he just released a new book, about you know, growing and scaling through virtual professionals. You guys have probably heard us talk about my Outdesk so much on here. And last week when I was talking to Dan, I was thinking what a great time to actually bring him on and interview him, hear about his real estate tips, what he did as a real estate agent, and really what my Outdesk does. Why would someone want a virtual professional to help them out and what that really means. Like virtual professional people are saying that like crazy. So today we're gonna dig into all of that. We're gonna learn so much. Dan, hey, how's it going, buddy? Good, man, thanks for having me today. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you on here. The uh, so tell it. Let's just start by going back to you know. So it's it's real estate rock stars. Most of our listeners are real estate agents. A lot yep. of them are probably new real estate agents. What was and you were a real estate agent. What was that process like uh, for you? What was your real estate career? Yeah, it was cool. What what happened is I was 23. I was working for an investment banking company. It was called um, Inve- uh, Barclays Global Investors. And they're one of the largest pension fund kind of investment houses. And I went to school and got a finance degree and I was working and I hated it. Like I just hated it. I was behind a desk in a cubicle with really annoying bosses who, you know, didn't love me. Right. So I bought my first house and cause that's what you do. You go to college, you buy a house and the re remax agent. And if you're on here, nothing about remax. We love our remax people. In fact, Aaron, you and I have a mutual friend who's a great remax agent, but um, yeah, yeah, he, he, uh, he's like, he called me up one day and he said, Hey, what's your home address? And I'm like, well, well why do you need my home address? And he goes, well, cause I'm going to mail you your keys. You can't use them until I tell you, but I'm just going to send them to you. So this broker who made $7,000 selling me my first home literally mailed me keys, no celebration, no congratulations, Daniel. He just sent them through the mail. And then you know, I'm sitting at the closing table and I'm looking at the mortgage person and looking at the agent and, and together they made like $12,000. And here I was, I had a you know, finance degree working for a huge company and it took me like four months to make that same amount of money. And both of them spent like five hours with me at, at best, right? So right. I'm thinking, man, they're making thousands of dollars an hour I want some of that action. And so yeah. uh, that's how, I mean, literally that's how I, my real estate career started. I bought my first house and thought I can do that for a couple thousand bucks an hour. I think that's why so many people first get into real estate, right? They go, Hey, I like the, I, I like the idea of that money. They've seen, you know, they've seen a transaction. They've heard it. They hear about how the commissions work and they go, Hey, I can do that. And hopefully there are people that go, Hey, I have a great personality. I like helping people, you <laughs> right. know, the service, but so much of the secret, you know, so much of the big draw to real estate is being to be your own boss, manage your own commissions and, and make money. So after you got your license, what was that like? Were you your own boss? Did you start making a ton of money selling houses? Well, that's, that's the funny thing is I got a quick education about how difficult real estate is. And um, I, I love this story because so I, I went immediately in California back then. If you had a, a business degree and you had certain classes, you could actually just get a broker's license. So I went ahead and took the classes, got a broker's license, opened my first office. Back then, we didn't have virtual offices. You know, that just wasn't a thing. Um, it was early 2000s. And so I opened an office kind of set up. I became a mortgage person. I got a contractor's license and I, I did some development stuff. But 
early in my career, and what we're going to talk about today is really scaling your business. I mean, that's, that's the thing that I've learned over the last 20 years being in the real estate game. But early on, this is how naive I was. I was I'm, I'm going to help one person a month. That's what I thought, Aaron. I was just going to help one person a month buy or sell a house, and that was going to be plenty of money. I was like, I'm going to make six figures. I'm going to have a great life. I'm not going to work too hard. I'm going to be my own boss. You know, like that was my whole world, right? And then, you know, September came. And it was my first year in real estate and September came and I had a deal blow up. No fault of the seller, no fault of the buyer. It just blew up. And then October came, another deal blew up, another deal blew up. So all of a sudden I'm sitting here, my one house a month conversation that I had with myself, I was like, well, crap, I got to have five a month. And that was kind of my, that was what sparked my original you know, journey for scaling a real estate practice. Yeah. You got to have that backup plan. It was the same when I said, when I was in investing, it was like, we always managed like, Oh, we've got this one ready to close next month. And this one ready to close next month. And my worst year, like in 2013, when I really lost everything, it was, you know, we had three houses scheduled to close next month and then yep. one got postponed and then another got postponed. And all of a sudden, it, you know, and people talk about it too, with, with real estate as you try to start from like being in the rat race and just, you know, getting widgets and, and, and daily income on how you, make that safer on how you're not yep. reliant on that deal and how you make sure that you're growing into a place where it's a more secure lifestyle. So yeah, what's, what's crazy about that is like, you just don't know when you're new, like you just don't understand, right. That a deal could blow up or it could get postponed or, you know, revenue, revenue. I mean, I, I guess I really thought that if I worked hard and I knew enough people, I would be okay. But that just isn't the truth about business. Yeah. Like don't, and if you're new at real estate, like don't count that money before it closes, right? Like you start to go, oh, I've got this one in escrow, this one in escrow, this one in escrow. I'm going to do so great next month. The, uh, make sure you take it all the way through and then make sure you're ready for that, that month after. So the, so how did you get your first virtual professional and, and what is a virtual professional? What does, what does that do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to continue on the journey. So after I had those three deals blow up, like I realized that I had to hustle. I needed to have five deals in contract or in the works every single month. And so that was my goal in the beginning is just like, how do I get five? And what that forced me to do was really hire people. Like I had to hire assistants. I had to hire somebody to do the paperwork. I had to hire somebody to kind of do my website, you know, get my CRM all set up. And I couldn't like get to a point where we were doing five transactions if I was doing all of that. Like mm -hmm. the funniest thing is like um, one day, like the landlord of our office came by and wanted to talk about like the cleaner. And I looked down and my calendar, I, my, my day was full and that person, you know, she came by and I ended up talking to her for like an hour and a half. And then afterwards I was like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I can't waste an hour and a half of my most valuable time. So, I mean, it just simply came down to, I needed help. I wanted to grow and scale. I knew what the most important thing was, which was getting clients and, and you know, talking to people and hiring people and figuring out how to spend my money. But I needed, I needed help. And so the story, I mean, it's, it's, it's not revolutionary. I'm, I'm on my honeymoon. I'm in Guatemala. We're at like this Francis Ford Coppola, you know, spot. And I'm at a bar working at one in the morning. And if you're in real estate, this is kind of the reality. Vacations are funky, anniversaries, birthday parties, 
I mean, they, they just there's right. not a lot. It, it, there's just not a lot of time. Yeah, you got to take the call. You, you got to. <laughs> it's like, oh no, if I miss this call, I miss the deal. The uh, my wife and I were looking at houses yesterday. The uh, mm-hmm. you know to buy a new home, and the and one of the houses that we were hoping to show wasn't available yesterday. Right. So now that house is off the list. Right. right. Just they're like, no, you can come back Monday. All right, boom. That's that one's off the list. So it's little things like that. You miss one day, you miss a, a million dollar deal. Right. And and so I'm in my I'm on my honeymoon. I'm in in this rainforest with monkeys all around. And I'm I'm working at the bar and the bar is a Hispanic guy and he starts making fun of me in Spanish. Like he's literally making fun of me. Like because he's seen us, my wife and I, and you know, she's hot and we're on our honeymoon. Everybody knows we just got married. And I'm sitting there working at one in the morning while she's in the bungalow sleeping, you know, and he's yeah. like, dumb gringo. I don't know what's wrong with him. Why can't he relax on his honeymoon of all time? You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, he's right. And it was at that moment that I, that I knew I had to shift exactly how um, my business was ran. And so we started putting processes and systems in, and we really started focusing on the things that mattered at that time. And, um, and that was kind of what started my hunt for virtual talent. And the wildness is, you know, the world is, is really big now. And we're on a Zoom call, right? And, right. you know, I mean, you're in Texas, I'm in California, and it makes almost zero difference. I mean, the one thing you and I can't shake a hand or give a hug, but we can have a great conversation. And so that epiphany, you know, happened for me back in the early 2000s. And, you know, we started hiring virtual assistants. And, you know, the reality is I couldn't get my agents to call leads, right? We'd pay for these leads and they wouldn't call the leads. And then, you know, we had some transaction coordinators in house. And one of the challenges, we had three different offices, one in San Jose, actually one in Sacramento, and then one in Northern California in a little town called Reading. And I, I needed to centralize our operations. I needed more support staff in Sacramento so that my agents in these other offices didn't have to do any of the paperwork because no salesperson wants to do paperwork or wants to do like the boring stuff. They want to meet people and get in front of people and have fun. And so, you know, we started hiring virtual assistants to feel the operational and marketing and administrative roles within a real estate practice. Yeah. So the, so now how many people are part of mod in the Philippines? How many employees do you guys have in the Philippines? Well, we're at 1250 right now. And, and so we have 1250 folks you know, in some sort of administrative or operational role for the top 100 to the top 500 teams across the country. And why I say the top 100, like if you look at the top 100, more than half of those folks are our clients. Everybody that's been on the Real Estate Rockstars podcast and video stuff, everybody that Pat knows and have been in the game for a long time, they're our clients in one way or another. Like listen to that, right? Like so if it's a if it's a top one hundred real estate company in the US, they hire mod, they hire my outdesk, they use virtual assistants, they found the that they can get there. You know, so what's the so I mean and the biggest value of virtual assistant is you get the same caliber quality at a fraction of the cost, right? Right. And, it's and always people- a cost thing. It's always a cost thing. It was for me when I was a real estate guy, I could hire I had a in house operations person. Her name was Sarah. She was amazing, bright, licensed, 
you know, she grew up in the business. Her dad was a broker. Like she was the person that held the office together. And then she was supported by a team of virtual assistants. And it was because honestly, it was a 60 to 70% savings compared to hiring five Sarah's, which is what we needed. Yeah. So, yeah. Saving a thousand bucks a month when you're a new agent is huge. Saving 2000 bucks a month when you're a new agent is huge. And that's the thing that the, I, you know, I've heard from so many agents when they get started, it's like, they love getting the contract done. They love getting the mm-hmm. offer. They, they love like making, showing house to their client going, okay, now we're going to make this. But then actually dotting the I's and crossing the T's and making sure that the addendum gets written up. Like they love having a phone call to negotiate the request for repairs, but actually then typing it up and all that. You know, those are the sorts of things your virtual assistants do. Yeah. And we, we, I mean, as a company in my real estate business, we created a bunch of systems and processes that allowed virtual assistants to really help real estate people. I'll I'll give you an example. That's a perfect example. We would have conversations. We wouldn't have conversations over cell phone. We do a zoom call or a Skype call and the assistant would join. So the agent could negotiate, but the assistant could actually do the paperwork or it was recorded and you could just forward it on to the virtual assistant. And little things like that is a shift for a real estate agent where, okay, you record your, your negotiations, you record your interactions so that your assistant can come behind you and do all the paperwork that's required. And you don't have to repeat yourself. Those are small little, you know, tips or tricks that we use so that, you know, it, it feels right to have somebody you know, in the Philippines or anywhere in the world really working for you. Tribeofmillionaires.com. Guys, write that down. Rockstar Nation got a free special offer for you. Now, I've just written a book, and it's just been published. Co-authored it with David Osborne, who's been on this show multiple times. If you don't know David... He is one of the top execs at Keller Williams Real Estate, was personally mentored for the last two decades by Gary Keller himself, and he's in all kinds of businesses. His bio and explanation and everything is in this book. But anyways, David and I got together. We decided to write a book. We called it Tribe of Millionaires, and I guarantee you it's going to change your life. To find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today. Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please, I need you to pull out your pointing finger, yes, the one finger that points at people, and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on a million dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get. So please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. 
We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. And we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that, too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you. You know, the before we jump into more details on that, I just want to brag about you for a second or force you to brag about yourself oh, no. for a second. Like, what is so what does my outdesk do to give back in the Philippines? Right. Like the, I have seen the videos and the things and even you invited yeah. me to go out there with you. Like, tell me a little bit about what you're doing to like change lives in the Philippines, not just your employees, because they are now having this, you know, these great careers and this advancement. But what else? How are, how are you changing the world? Well, the first thing is we set up our model. So in the real estate world, there's a model that prevails, right? If, if you're an agent you, and you work for a brokerage, you get a certain split. And then if you have employees that work underneath you, they might get another split and you're getting a little piece. So our model is purposefully set up so that we pay a lot of money to our virtual assistants. The vast majority that we collect from our client goes directly to them in healthcare, benefits, vacation time, because when you get the best people on your team, you can grow and scale. See, turnover is the enemy of scaling a business. And most entrepreneurs know that once they've had a couple people leave them, right? I've, every entrepreneur in the world has had a couple people leave them. And once they do, you realize how important it is to find the best people and then keep them a long time. So our charity movement is all about finding the right people, paying them well, giving them their families, their people, health benefits, vacation times, treating them well, but at the same time, finding opportunities for them to give back and, and do charity. So two years ago, we built an orphanage for 50 kids, which was a huge thing for us. I really love that, that project. In 2019, we built an old folks home for 60 folks. So we took people who were literally sleeping outside and moved them to a real you know, shelter with showers and bathrooms and a kitchen and beds that they can sleep on, not, you know, outside. So um, that was a big deal. But we also got to build a house in Guatemala. We spent, we sent a hundred kids in Texas, low income um, kids to a, a business camp, basically helping them learn about what it's like to be an entrepreneur. We, we just did a, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, to give back. And the way we involve our clients, this is what's crazy. Our clients contribute um, money because th that's what they can do. Yep. Our people uh, contribute their love, time, and energy. And then us, my outdesk, the company, we manage it. So 100% of the donations go to actually creating impact. It's our impact charity model, which is um, a big deal. So when you when you think about most charities, about 50% of the money actually goes to somebody and nobody really measures if it was good stuff, right? Yeah. So for us, it's all about how many lives did we impact? How many dollars did we put into the community? And how long will that 
actually last. So we focus on long-term effects in our charitable contributions and our people get involved. I don't, I don't know if you've paid attention, but we just had an earthquake happen. Actually, so a volcano. Yeah, there's ash fall right now. Yeah, so a volcano erupted near Manila, which is the main city, and it's about 45 minutes away. And what's crazy is we've had some of our, we, we have two company get-togethers. In fact, next, well, this week, I'm flying to the Philippines and, and doing our, our year kickoff party. But one of the resorts that we've had this kickoff party is right there where the um, volcano erupted. So, you know, we've got, we've got a significant amount of people in the Metro Manila area. About 50% of our folks are in that area and, you know, they're affected. And so we're reaching out, we're organizing right now, actually, we're organizing um, water, which, and then shelter and then food and, you know, who's going to, who can't work and who can work, who needs to get relocated to another area. So we're right now in major, um, I don't know, I, I guess, crisis mode with, through our charity. Yeah, that is, it's so, ins- it, that, that sort of stuff is so inspirational. And I think when agents are getting started and thinking about growing and people are going like, what next, what next, what next? I think having you know, some of the most fun I've had in life after reaching success is the experiences over things and bringing my kids to go experience stuff like that. And then also yeah. it's the give back. Like how can you actually do something where my hard work today, which is what I can give really well, can help out other people that, that need, you know, different things. So the, I think all the stuff that you do is awesome. I think people should find you on Facebook and, and on social media to see some of those videos and some of the stuff that you guys do. I mean, starting an orphanage, starting an old folks home, like that, that stuff is fantastic. And the, and it's always something that gets to light us up. So, well, you know what else? I, I mean, I would point out too, is there's a business case for this and our clients the, the folks that come to us and actually hire uh, virtual professionals from us, they can utilize our charitable work inside of their uh, value proposition. Right now, 2 million licensees, you're going for a listing appointment. What differentiates you from the last three people that came into the room? Your sales skills obviously matter. Everybody focuses there. But to be frank, you need to be different. And this is another avenue to add it into your value proposition is that you support you know, international charitable foundations. And this, this is something that a lot of our clients are actually using in their presentation that, you know, hey, we're a part of this charity. This is some of the work that we do. And it's a big deal. Yeah, it's like multiple benefits. You're not just changing the world, like, but you're giving the, the opportunity for your clients to change the world and your employees to change the world. So, the, so let's jump back to, to sure. you know, scaling our business. So, you, you, yep. so you, had, you hired your first uh, virtual assistant. When yep. did you turn, how did you turn that into a business? And then, and then I want you to tell me about your book. Yeah, <laughs> it was accidental. You know? right. um, so here's the, here's the cool thing. Anytime you solve a business need, you have an opportunity to build a, a business. And that's huge. Like that, that right there is huge. You solve a business need, you can build a business off of that if you want to. Well, and that's the thing is as, as a real estate person, you're solving a need for sure. But it's not very, um, there's 2 million of us, right? I'm still a broker. I still carry a license. I, st- I just closed on a deal a couple weeks ago. Like I still love hunting for property, buying property, helping others find stuff. I can't help it. It's like in my DNA, right? But there's a lot of us out there. And so as an agent, if you solve a problem for somebody, there's an opportunity to build a business. And I solved 
my own talent needs. And then a friend of mine said, hey, can, can you get me five? And I was like, you want five? You know, and at that time I had two and he's like, he's like, get me five. And he was the biggest broker in San Diego and, you know, he's doing thousands of transactions and he's like, yeah, I want to, I want to transform my office into this blended model that you, that you shared with me. And I was like, whoa, five. Okay. That's really hard. That's what I told him. I said, look, Hey man, this is really hard to do to find great people. It's hard. So I have to charge you if you want me to do that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just take care of the paperwork, take care of the entity stuff. You know, I want you to operate in the Philippines legally. I don't want to get in trouble. And I was like, okay. So we, we actually flew over there, set up an entity, you know, started recruiting for him. He ended up hiring 17 of our people. He whacked $100,000 every two weeks off of his payroll. He repurposed a bunch of his internal staff to be more sales focused and more referral based and, and really to help him drive revenue. And then we took away all of the paperwork from him and all the marketing tasks and all the initial phone calls. And literally we whacked $100,000 off his payroll every two weeks. And that's kind of how the business was built. Be, uh, I'd love to have you on again, just to talk about what it's like when you land in the Philippines and you're like, okay, I've got this idea. Now, how am I going to hire some more people <laughs> and do that? But, the, but I want to talk about the, the stuff for people to scale now. So, the, so, so what's your book called? Well, it's called Scaling Your Business with Mod Virtual Professionals. And you know, what, what happened is I kept having to repeat myself like over and over. Every time a new client who's never hired a virtual assistant wants to do that, what they're creating is what we call a blended model where their sales staff is here in the US hustling, they have the relationships, they're building, they're building revenue and everything else is done virtually. And so most businesses out there require some setup. They require some forethought about how you're going to train them, what systems you need to have success, you know, what, what's the difference between having somebody in, in your office and not in your office. What do you need to do differently? And so I kept having to tell people the same things. And I was like, you know, why don't I just put this in a book and give it to our clients so that they can win and have something to reference, you know, what it's like to scale with virtual assistants. So that's what we did. So what are the, if you had like your top two or three tips to scale, and it could be about virtual assistants or it could be just, you know, as people are looking to scale their business, what are three things they absolutely need to know? Well, the, I mean, this, the, the worst thing is I, and I don't know about you, but my calendar is so blocked. Like every single day, dollar productive stuff happens. Typically it's more than half of my day, even as a CEO operator, I'm either talking to a client I'm trying to hire somebody or I'm figuring out how to spend our money. Those are the three things that you should be doing as a CEO, as an entrepreneur. And the challenge is, you know, when we're newer, we think we should do everything. And we also have this control freak kind of thing going on. And I, I say this with all love out there, everybody who's listening, I, I love you, man, but you need to give up the rock, hand it off. And they're like, well, they just won't do it like I, I want it done you can put a system and a process together, it can be done right. And those are the things that really matter. I'm hyper-focused on dollar productive activities, like to a fault, to a T, schedule, organize, get that figured out, and then put systems and processes in place so that other people can do it just like you. 
And the challenge with that, Aaron, as you know, is we don't love that stuff. I don't yeah. love, I don't love to put a system together, you know, but it doesn't have to be hard work. So in the book, we, we talk about how to build a system and a process. And you and I've talked about this a bazillion times, but we literally will record a video, put together a Google doc with step-by-steps, hand it off, you know, to somebody to actually do it and record a video doing it, talking about the how, what, and why. And then we'll compile that into basically an SOP, a standard operating procedure. Once you do that hard work, then you get a couple repetitions, like do, f- do it five or 10 times and then go back and review and edit and, and make it bulletproof. You've just built a system and process. And to be frank, that's what it is to be an entrepreneur is helping others win in your business and do it just like you do so you can grow and scale. Yeah, that, the, that's the ultimate hack, like when you're really trying to scale. So when you first get assistance, whether it's, whether it's virtual assistance or a new person in your office or, or whatever, as you're trying to train people, you know, we became successful entrepreneurs because we did it ourselves. And I have to yeah. remind myself, you know, so I use, I use Screencast-O-Matic, right? But there's yeah. a lot of stuff out there, but there's, I try to, I mean, I use that two or three times a day. Anytime I get to where I'm going to do a task more than once, like, oh, I yeah. need to you know, update insurance on these three properties. I'll always make sure, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to use the recorder. I'm going to record <laughs> it one time. I'm going to talk through why I'm doing it. And yeah. then I'm going to send it to somebody else. And it really only, it takes you maybe twice as long to do it the first time to record that video. But the, but that, that's like the ultimate hack as you first start to scale and grow. It's like record it and send it to somebody, record it and send it. Don't, if, if there's a task you're not going to do the rest of your life, the next time you do it, record it right? Mm-hmm. Like record, record the video of it because then there's a chance that, that that will be the last time you do it, right? So if you record the video properly, it could be the last time you get to do that task. And then being able to take it a step further, especially bigger businesses, take that into a standard operating procedure, a formal document. And then you guys are able to use that to help lots of different businesses. So because a transaction coordinator for this company is going to work a lot like a transaction coordinator at this company. So now like how what sort of training do your modsters go through before they get to be a, a virtual a virtual assistant? Like what sort of classes, of course, work, things like that? Well, there's two things. I, I want to I point out what you, first, I want to go back to the SOP real quick because in real estate, we all know the term compound interest, right? You, where you add money and it doubles every seven years and at a particular interest rate. And there's a big deal with compounding interest, right? That's how you grow wealthy in in business and entrepreneurship, what we just talked about was compound leverage, meaning if you give away all the things that just don't drive revenue, and then you focus on driving revenue, hiring the right people, and spending your money wisely, like if you do those things, then you can't help but scale. And so I just, I just want to kind of reiterate this because if I could go back 15, 20 years <laughs> to my younger self, I, and somebody told me this, I... I mean, it would have changed everything. We, we'd be twice the size we are today if I'd go, gone back 15 years and just started by doing this system and process stuff. But anyways, what was your, <laughs> I, just, I just can't help myself because it's such an important point, you know? Yeah, so, the, so what's, what's next with Mod? I, well, I, I was asking about the, I guess the question was what sort of training do they go through? Oh, right. Oh, right. So when we first started, we tried to build a lot of people. So my outdesk, we've been around 13 years. This is our 13th year. And so when we, yeah, it's crazy. It, it, it completely blows my mind. I mean, in two years, 
we're going to be 15 years old, which is a huge thing. Most businesses don't last past five years. Most fail within the first five. And to be 13 is super exciting for me personally. But so in the beginning, we tried to build people and we tried to train them and educate them. And we still do a lot of that. Um, we have SMEs, subject matter experts. We have people who have been transaction coordinators, people who've been prospectors. But what we've shifted in the last couple of years, probably three or four, is that if you're calling right now, and you call us and you need a virtual assistant to help you prospect, we're not going to go out and try to build a prospector. We're going to go out and try to find a prospector who was prospecting successfully for a long time for another US-based customer or client. And we're simply going to move them in front of you and say, hey, interview this person. Or if you need a transaction coordinator, we're going to find somebody who's a project management type who can get deadlines, who's organized. We're going to take that person who was a project manager maybe for someone else, and we're going to bring them in and say, okay, now you're a transaction coordinator which is a very similar or like task. Same thing with marketing. We hire people who've done it before and then we give them the real estate like kind of understanding. We, we spend two weeks kind of prepping, prepping them for clients and understanding of what the industry's like and who's, you know, who's all, who are all the players in the game, right? But the on-the-job piece, when they're in your office, that's when all the magic happens. So um, we do have 200... Uh, training videos on we have a mod university where we kind of go over you know how to do a particular task inside of a particular system we have smes we have folks that are there to help them get up to speed um, but the reality is we heavily 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 rely on our clients to do that kind of the first 30 60 90 days of training so that they can get up to speed what we've found is entrepreneurs who are focused who know the long-term vision of having somebody do all their paperwork or take all their non-dollar productive tasks away, those are the people we want to be in business. Yeah, the, that makes a lot of sense. You know, five, 10 years ago, you had to train and hire people in the Philippines to do US-based business. Now there's tons of them. And yeah. the, I have a lot of employees in the Philippines. I have a lot, yeah. I have graphic designers, I have accountants, I have transaction coordinators. I have a lot of people in the Philippines that work for me. And, the, and, and it's been really great because they're also highly educated, right? So my accountant has a master's degree in, in accounting, right? Like he's a, he's a CPA and, and he gets to do all my stuff for, the cost of, for half the cost of a, of a regular bookkeeper. Maybe right. a third, right? I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're thinking about getting a CPA, you're going to spend $100,000 for a licensed CPA to work directly for your business. So, I mean, sometimes it's a third of the cost. Yeah, it's a, it, it's, a, it's a great savings, a great value. One of the other things I think is cool about overseas is you can either have somebody work your hours, right? So Because mm. there's a time zone difference, right? So they can work at right. night at their time, which is your time. So they can work at the same time you work with your, with your, with your uh, employees and your teams. And so that's really cool for real estate and things like that. Uh, but my graphic designers and my software engineers, I have them work, you know, my nights, their days. So we can send them projects at the end of our day at five o'clock, yeah. you know, Pacific time. I can say, Hey, here's what I want to get done. And we go to sleep. And when we wake up, it's done. So we yeah. get it back. So they're, they're like working at our night. So now we have like this 24 hour work cycle, which, which that's pretty cool about. That's just like a, an added random benefit of, uh, yeah. of that. So, you know, well, when we have a lot of clients and this is another example, we have a lot of clients who want seven day a week coverage on their website. 
or on their phones. And they'll hire three or four of our people to rotate them through. So they have coverage 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. seven days a week. So when a lead comes in the door, somebody's picking up the phone and saying, hi, this is Daniel. Hey, Aaron, I, you know, how you doing? And that's a really big deal because I'll, I'll give you a great example. We had a air conditioning go out over the summer. We called four companies. Zero people called us within 24 hours. Within 48 hours, one of the four companies actually called us back. And my wife is like, do they want business? I mean, we, we, you know, we're sweating here. We're in California. We need this thing to work. Yeah. And so I, there's just so much value to having a blended office where you're focused on driving revenue and we're focused on everything else. Um, it's time freedom. It's, you know, compound leverage. These are the things that help you drive and scale a business. That's, and that's one of the things we talked about at the beginning, right? If you miss the phone call, if you, do, if, if you say, no, sorry, you can't come see the house today. The, yeah. they, they miss out on the $50,000 commission. Like, so having this team helps you to not miss the phone call, to be the first yeah. one to call to get there. You know, we've only got a couple more minutes of your time. The, I really just wanted to be able to get you on here to talk about stuff. What is, you have any last things you really want to ha- have everybody learn about what you do, about what they should look for? Also, like, give them the phone number. They can, I mean, they can text you right away to learn more if they're thinking, Hey, I'd, I'd like to know what it costs for, to, you know, to get one or, or I'm small. Do I need one? You know, what's the last things you want to say? And then how can people find us? Yeah. The, I mean, the, look, the thing is uh, one of the things that we do, if you're listening right now is we do a consultation where we actually drive, you know, who's on your org chart, you know, how many leads do you generate? What are your systems? You know, what's happening right now in your business. And then we try to get a future of like, how would we double it? And in real estate, this is a very, very common practice. Most of our clients report that they're really rapidly growing. So, you know, our conversations are always focused on where you at right now, and then how could we double? And if we can double, then, you know, there's opportunity together. So I guess my first thing is definitely grab a copy of the book. We're going to give away a copy of the book for free. I'm holding it up. If you're listening on the podcast right now, I'm holding it up on video. We're going to give it away 100% for free. You can find it on Amazon if you wanted to. Um, But Pat Hyben and I, we've been buds for, gosh, I think since my real estate career started. A funny story about Pat, he, um, we're at a conference together and he's like, hey, Daniel, you want to have, have breakfast? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He goes, how does 6 a.m. sound? And I was like, 6 a.m.? We're in D.C. You know, we were, at that time, we were in D.C. So 6 a.m. D.C. is like 3 a.m. my time. And he's from the East Coast and I'm from the West Coast. And I'm like, hey, Pat, you really want me to wake up at 3 a.m.? He's like, yeah. And I said, how about 7 o'clock? <laughs> you know, let, me get four, let me get to 4 a.m. But we met a long, long time ago. I've always really respected what he's done. Um, this podcast is amazing because it helps so many people with new concepts like virtual professionals, like scaling your business. And so if you're listening right now, we have, we, we can give you a text code. You just text Hyben, H-I-B-A-N to 31996 and you'll get a free copy of the book. You can request a consultation in there where we'll go over your plan to double. And really, you know, I put 13 years of my heart, blood, soul, into this dang book. And uh, it took two years to write, which is funny because it's only a couple hundred pages. It's really a small book that is rapid fire read. So you can get through it in an afternoon. Most of my friends, you know, tell me it took them a couple hours to plow through it. So yeah. And you know what's I, I, crazy? Go ahead. Well, 
Well, the, what's crazy is we're number four in Japan with this, day, with this book. I, I don't even know how it happened, but if you're listening from Japan, thank you for downloading our book. I don't know why you did it, but we're number four in Japan right now. That's awesome, man. The, uh, I, I love to being able to see sample chapters as you're writing it and you would yeah. text over some of the stuff and getting to see what's there. I, I love that rapid fire. Two hours, you can learn a bunch from it. And so again, let's say it twice because there's going to be people driving in their car writing this down. So it's text Hyben. So it's text H-I-B-A-N. Uh, yep. What's the number we're texting to? It's 31996. And... 31996. So text Hyben to 31996. You'll send them a free copy of your book. You'll reach out to them if they want to be reached out to to get that consultation and That's they can right. go, hey, if, if so if you're out there and you're listening and you're thinking, maybe I want a virtual assistant. I'm thinking about it. Could a virtual assistant even help me because this is my size? You know, don't wonder. Have, some, have an expert from Daniel's team call you and ask you about your business and go, yeah, you could use us. Or no, you don't need us yet. Here's what you should do first. Well, and one of the things that's in the book is, so we've served literally over 5,000 real estate professionals in 13 years. And when I say served, we know their org chart, we know how they generate leads, we know the systems that they use, the phones, the CRMs, the lead generation. We know what their team looks like, how they're structured. I've even had a lot of our clients share with me their, their financials. So we've got a view into 5,000 different real estate companies. Everybody on this podcast who hires virtual assistants has either worked with us or we've worked with them in the past or their current clients. And so when you have that kind of um, knowledge or, or lens into so many different businesses, we put together something called the seven figure business roadmap, which outlines the path for every single real estate person out there to be, uh, you know, to, to basically net seven figures. And that's part of the book. So we break down what you have to focus on, what your team has to look like, what it feels like. I mean, we have every single step of I'm a brand new agent to I'm, I'm no longer working inside of the business and it's just paying me every single month. So absolutely move forward. It's, it, I mean, if you want to buy it on Amazon, it's actually 25 bucks, but you get it for free because we're here with Aaron. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, you can go buy it and help him hit that rating and become number three in Japan next. But, the, <laughs> but yeah, instead, yeah, t text, text Daniel. The, you won't, you know, I've, I've read the book. You will not be disappointed. Go through there. It has so many you know, tips and tricks to help grow your business. And, and Dan, thanks for coming on today, man. My Outdesk, I have been so impressed and lucky to get to watch you grow and grow and grow this thing over the last few years and then seeing that you also have a servant's heart with it that you're not just growing it to grow it you're growing it to change the world and change lives and the and i'm just so lucky to be your friend so thanks for coming on today this was a ton of fun thanks aaron it's great to be here as a member of the rockstar nation you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility, 
Simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.